you want to make sales on TikTok but feel like you might have missed the boat, or maybe you feel like it's still too early for you to get on TikTok because it's really only for kids and teens, well, let me start by just saying that neither of those two things are true. It is possible to build a successful following and business on TikTok. In fact, according to some recent studies, 58% of TikTok users find new companies and products from TikTok. 44% of people make immediate purchasing decisions based off the videos they see on TikToks. And this one is the most powerful, especially for those of you who already are active on other platforms, but you're like, eh, I'm not sure if I really even want to get on TikTok. On average, TikTok users spend 14% more money when TikTok is a part of their purchase journey. So if someone follows you on both TikTok and on Instagram and TikTok becomes a part of that purchase journey where they build trust with you and they learn more about your products or your services, on average, they will spend 14% more money. That's pretty impressive. Also, when it comes to the whole age demographic thing with TikTok, TikTok is already skewing older than Facebook and Instagram when they were the same age as TikTok. TikTok now is about five or six years old, and when Instagram was five or six years old, and when Facebook was about five or six years old, they had less users who were over the age of 40, 50, and 60 than TikTok already does. So there's absolutely a market for every audience on TikTok. There are plenty of people, millions of people, over the age of 40, 50, 60, 70 even, even 80-year-olds and some 90-year-olds who are crushing it with their business or their brand on TikTok. So it's absolutely possible, and that demographic of people is absolutely using TikTok. Now, I would be lying to you if I said that there were more baby boomers on TikTok than there were on Facebook. That's just not true. But I think it's also not true to look at it as a complete opposite where there are no baby boomers and there's only teens and millennials who are just twerking and making lip sync videos. But who am I? What's my credibility to talk about TikTok growing and making sales on TikTok? I originally got started on TikTok in 2019 and I very quickly grew to over 320,000 followers on TikTok. I had numerous videos with over a million views and I think even a handful of videos that crossed the 10 million view mark. And from that, I was able to quickly pivot and create a course about how to grow and how to make sales on TikTok. And I was able to leverage a lot of my TikTok following to feed into my Instagram following, which is ultimately where I've nurtured a lot of those followers and turned them from just followers into actual customers. Now, that was back a few years ago. And over the course of those few years, I changed my niche a few times. I was really struggled with consistency on that large TikTok account. And because of numerous reasons that we don't need to dive into in this episode, because I've dived into it or dove into it in previous episodes of build your tribe, I decided to start over. I decided to create a new TikTok account. I started that at the end of 2023. I started posting on it consistently here in 2024, and I've started to see some serious results already just in the first few months of this year. In fact, in just the last two months, I've had videos with views of over half a million, 800,000, and 1.3 million views. And that's allowed me to grow from less than 100 followers at the beginning of the year to now over 3,000 followers in just a few months. And I know what you might be thinking, 3,000 followers, that's it? Don't you have way more on Instagram? Yes, I do have 700,000 followers on Instagram. But in just a few months, without TikTok even being my main priority, having multiple viral videos and growing to over 3,000 followers for me is a win. And 
more important than the quantity of followers that I have on TikTok, the quality of followers that I have on TikTok is really awesome and honestly a little bit surprising. My engagement rate is super high. The amount of views and likes that I receive on every single post is very high compared to the number of followers that I have. And most important of all, the number of comments that I'm getting, genuine, thoughtful comments that I'm able to interact with, respond to, people who are asking genuine questions or who are just very complimentary or who are telling me that they're going to hop over to Instagram to learn more about becoming a customer is very surprising. And so even without having hundreds of thousands of followers on TikTok, I've already seen a surprising return on investment from the followers that I do have. Now, how do you grow a business and start making sales on TikTok? Step number one and step number two are the same as pretty much every social media platform. So I'm not going to go deep into these, but step number one is to pick your niche, identify your topic, your subject that you're going to be focusing on. Again, I don't need to go deep into the why or the how, because we actually did an episode of Build Your Tribe just a few weeks ago about that. Just a few weeks ago, my mom did an episode called Watch This to Pick Your Niche. Obviously, that one will help you with identifying your niche on social media. And she also did one about a month or two ago that was called How to Find What You Were Meant to Do. Finding Your Thing is kind of the subtitle of that. Figuring out what your topic is, what it is that you're not just going to post about, but what you're going to promote, sell, or offer on social media as a whole. Of course, for our conversation today, you can apply it to TikTok. That's step number one, pick your niche, identify your topic. Step number two is to optimize your profile. In short, basically, you need to have a storefront set up before the customers can start walking in. You need to make sure you have the profile picture, the username, the bio, the link in bio, all of that should be set up before you can even think about getting customers. Step one and step two are kind of the obvious things. They're the things you hear about all the time. They're not that specific. And really, they can be applied to pretty much any social network. Now let's get into the actual algorithm changes that have taken place on TikTok in 2024 and how you can use them to grow a following and transition those followers into customers. But before we get into that, something that hasn't changed and is absolutely still true on TikTok today and has been true on TikTok really since the beginning is that consistency is key. And TikTok is all about hyper consistency, posting very, very frequently. And don't get me wrong, you can have success if you're not posting all the time. You can have videos go viral if you post once a month or once a week. There are plenty of people who post one time ever and they go viral. I'm not telling you that that's what you should do, but I'm telling you that that is possible. What I am telling you is that generally speaking on TikTok, quantity is king. The quantity of content that you're putting out absolutely matters. And that's because TikTok has what's called a content-driven algorithm rather than a social-driven algorithm. On Instagram, we're very much used to and we expect to see content from our friends, our family, the people we follow. We're getting shown content and recommended content based off of our social networks, based off our social ties, our social circles. And that's why Instagram and Facebook have what's called a social-driven algorithm. I've talked about this before, but TikTok's content-driven algorithm operates differently. On TikTok, your content is shown and distributed based off of the quality of said content. So it doesn't matter how many followers you have. It doesn't matter who your followers follow or who you follow or who you regularly interact with. 
All that matters is the content. And that's why on TikTok, it's not a bad thing. It's actually a good thing to post more content because that gives you more opportunities to get recommended, more opportunities for said content to get distributed to the kind of people you're going to reach. So on TikTok, I recommend posting a minimum of three times per day. Now, if that sounds absolutely crazy, if I just said that and you got chills down your spine and you know butterflies in your tummy, but not the good butterflies, the bad, anxious butterflies, what I will tell you is this. If you can't attain three a day, go for two a day or one a day and build up. Go for one every other day and build up from there. But ideally, if your goal is growth, if your goal is growing a business on TikTok in 2024 and taking it seriously, which I hope it is because that's why you're listening right now. I hope you're not listening right now just to feel better about yourself and kill some time while you're on a walk or on a commute. I hope you're listening to this because you actually want to take TikTok seriously. And if that is the case, I would recommend posting at least three times per day to your TikTok account. Now, what should those three posts be? This is where the algorithm change is really going to take root. This is where you might even be surprised to learn about the new TikTok algorithm. Two of the three posts should be longer form content. Now, how long should long form content be? Let's call it more than 60 seconds. 60 seconds or more, let's define that as long form content on TikTok. So 67% of your TikTok posts are going to be more than a minute in length. And those videos, one of them should be vertical. So the way you typically consume and create content on your phone. One of them, and this might surprise you, should be horizontal aka sideways, aka turn your phone on its side and film in landscape mode rather than portrait mode. Post it just like you would a YouTube video. And I know this might be surprising, but in February of 2024, TikTok began putting out some notices to a select few creators explicitly telling these creators that the algorithm is now going to be prioritizing and pushing out videos that are horizontal. And this is a total 180 shift from what we're used to seeing on TikTok. We're used to seeing short form, quick vertical videos. That's at least our expectation or the stereotype around TikTok. When now TikTok is trying to shift the narrative, they're trying to emphasize not just long form videos, which they started to emphasize in 2023, but now long form horizontal videos. Essentially, a lot of people have hypothesized, myself included, that this is TikTok's attempt to kind of cut into YouTube's market. This is TikTok's attempt to compete with YouTube, not just in the long form video space, but even in the horizontal long form video space. So again, to repeat what I've already described, three posts per day is your goal, and two out of those three should be longer than 60 seconds. Now, I do need to quickly interrupt myself because I recognize that posting super consistently three or more times a day on TikTok can sound crazy if you are juggling every other ball that a business owner has to juggle. There's a lot of tasks that could eat up your time if you don't have a team. And that's one of the tough things about growing a social media following and trying to build your business on social media is that all of those boxes have to be checked. You have to be responding to comments, staying engaged and answering direct messages, and you have to do all of the other things in your business. Oh, and by the way, you still only have 24 hours in your day, so good luck exercising, spending time with your family, taking care of yourself, or just doing anything else that you need. Luckily for you, we have partnered with Belay, who has the nation's largest pool of US-based talent for you to hire. Whether you need help with accounting services or a virtual assistant, Belay has personalized matching services to help you find the right fit. 
to see how Belay can help you find the right hire right now. Just text TRIBE, T-R-I-B-E, to the number 55123 to learn more and get started. Again, that's TRIBE, T-R-I-B-E, to the number 55123, and they'll help you get started. When you're doing these long form videos on TikTok, I want you to remember that less is more when it comes to editing. While you might watch YouTube videos that are super chopped up and they have lots of cuts and B-roll and transitions, you might watch Instagram reels that feel like that they're every half a second, there's a new cut, there's a new like caption on the screen, there's things coming at your face, sound effects, all this stuff, hyper edited. The opposite is what is working on TikTok. So on TikTok, it should feel almost like an Instagram story, if that makes sense, where it's very free-flowing, raw, organic, there's tangents, there's sidebars, there's stories storytelling, all of these components are mixed in without having a lot of editing. And in my experience, this makes it a lot easier to post on TikTok because while on Instagram, I outsource my reels editing. I have a, an entire editor who is a professional and I send her my content and she chops them up for my reels. My TikToks, I don't edit them at all. All I do is I trim out the beginnings and the ends so I don't have any, you know, like millennial pauses or any awkward endings to my videos. I just kind of trim off the beginning and ending of each clip. And besides that, the only editing that I'll do on TikTok is adding closed captions. And that's really all I recommend for you. Less is more with your editing on TikTok. And hopefully that makes it a little bit easier for you to stay consistent and post more often on TikTok. Now you might be wondering what is the third kind of post? Again, I recommend three a day, two long form, one of the long form is vertical, one of the long form horizontal. The third kind of post that I would recommend doing is the kind of classic trending audio, something that's popular, something that's a meme or a lip sync or some sort of quick dance if that fits you and your brand. You don't have to dance though, but just something that is trending or popular because leveraging these trends is A, very easy to create, B, very quick to create and see if you strike just right, if the trend is just popular enough and you catch that wave at the right time, you can ride it and you can go viral and have a lot of success, get a lot of new eyeballs from a video that's really short. So now that we've gone over what to post and how frequently you should post, let's talk about how do you actually post, like what goes into the post, what makes it a quality post that you can have success, and then start to build these relationships, which builds trust, which then builds customers out of your followers. First, I've already mentioned this one a little bit, but start mixing in more storytelling into your content. The vast majority of your TikTok content should be aligned with your niche and it should appeal to your ideal follower. However, on TikTok, because these are longer form videos a lot of the time, you can start to mix in more of your personality, more of your interests, more of your passions, more of your hobbies, more things that are non-niche related. And you can do this creatively so that even though you're talking about something that isn't niche related, you can relate it back to your niche and thus reveal parts of yourself, yet still appeal to your audience who maybe isn't interested in those things, but is still interested in your niche. That was kind of abstract, so let me give you an example. Snowboarding is not my niche. I talk about growing on social media. I teach people how to make money on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. Snowboarding doesn't really have anything to do with that. 
However, I could talk about snowboarding and use storytelling from my life experiences of snowboarding, which I love to do and I do all the time in the winter, and I could relate it back to growing on social media or building a business. So for example, maybe I could talk about how the first couple days of snowboarding is very rough. You're going to fall on your butt a bunch, you're not going to have a lot of fun, and you're going to be pretty banged up and you might want to quit. And that can be very similar to the first couple days or the first couple months or the first couple years of building a business. You're going to get banged up. You're not going to have a lot of fun. You're going to see a lot of other people who are seemingly blowing past you way faster than you could ever imagine. There's going to be a lot of comparison and you might want to quit pretty early on. I could make that comparison so that I can talk about one of my interests, passions, or hobbies, aka snowboarding, and still relate it back to my niche. I could also create content talking about how my life as a content creator, as a business owner, makes snowboarding possible, something that I love to do, something that I can do whenever I want to without having to ask a lot of questions or worrying about taking sick days or paid time off. I can afford to do that because of the lifestyle I have created through content creation and business owning. And so in that way, I can relate, and again, an interest or hobby of mine back to my niche. So how do you create this long form content? What should you be posting about? It should all be related to your niche, but I want you to challenge yourself to get creative by introducing more storytelling, more of your interests, more of your passions and your hobbies, and talking about those things in a way that you can relate them back to your niche. Now, this will absolutely take time. It will absolutely take practice and trial and error. You won't be perfect at this off the bat, but as you start to get better at this, you're going to allow your audience to get to see all of you everything that makes you tick, all of your personality things, all the things you like, all of your hobbies, and still care about your niche as a number one thing. But through doing this, you're going to build true super fans of you and your brand and your business. And of course, through introducing storytelling, you're naturally going to lengthen out your content because it's very hard to tell an entire story in 15 to 30 seconds. You're going to need to create some longer content, which we've already talked about, is advantageous. Now, when we're thinking about the structure of our content, hooks are absolutely essential. Hooks are essential on TikTok, just like they are on the beginning of a YouTube or a podcast or an Instagram reel or even a book that you're reading. A hook, the opening phrase, the opening sentence, the opening sound effect or edit is essential. It's how you grab someone's attention. It's how you stand out in the first three seconds from everyone else and all of the other content that your audience is seeing. Now, while hooks are very, very important, something that's very important on Instagram that I wouldn't recommend doing a lot of on TikTok is ending your videos with calls to action. I'm not sure what it is. I think it relates back to the psychology of the average TikTok user. But when you include a lot of calls to action or clickbaity or attention grabby calls to action in your videos, such as don't forget to like this post, save this post if you found it educational, share this post with a friend. While those things are very helpful and very useful and very effective on Instagram, they're far less so on TikTok. And I think it's because it's just not part of the dress code. It's not part of the norm. It's not part of what everyone does. And so you kind of stand out in a negative way when you're including these calls to action. The one form of call to action that I have found effective on TikTok is asking open-ended questions 
or asking for people's feedback and comments, asking for people to share their opinions. There are exceptions to this rule. There are absolutely times where asking for shares is effective or asking for saves or likes. But generally speaking, from what we've found, the only calls to action that are consistently effective on TikTok is asking open-ended questions that then generate comments. The next component of your TikTok videos that is very essential, and I've kind of mentioned this one already when I was talking about the editing that I I do for my TikToks is closed captions. Now, TikTok has started to include automatically generated closed captions, and that's awesome, but unfortunately, it doesn't always get added to every video. It doesn't always get added right away. It's not always accessible to everyone who views your video. So it's best off right before posting to press the little text button and then just make sure that you're adding closed captions to your videos so that if people are consuming on mute or if people have a hearing disability or anything like that, they can read your caption and understand what you're saying without having to just rely on the auditory experience. Besides closed captions, let's talk about what goes in your caption captions. Generally speaking, most people aren't going to read captions on TikTok. It's a very, very small percentage of people who do read captions. And the style of post that's popular on Instagram, where it's like a super short video and then it just says, read the caption, those absolutely do not perform well on TikTok. And that's because on TikTok, people prefer to consume the content itself. They prefer to watch the video rather than being told to read some text. Additionally, the experience of reading a caption on TikTok isn't very great. It's kind of like a transparent background. The video still plays in the background. It's just not the best experience. So generally speaking, with all of that being said, it's best to keep your captions short on TikTok. And I've found that it's best to ask a question or have some sort of funny one phrase sentence or one line sentence in the caption rather than trying to make it a really long drawn out caption. In the caption, I do recommend adding three hashtags approximately. You could do two, you could do up to five, but generally speaking, let's say two to five hashtags in your caption. And those hashtags, this is big, they should relate to the content itself not to your page, but to the content itself. So let me give you an example. If I am posting a TikTok video that's about growing on Instagram, and it's specifically about Reels strategies to grow on Instagram, it would be better for me to use hashtag Instagram Reels strategy, Reels views strategy, hashtag Reels growth strategy, rather than a hashtag that applies to my page in general, but maybe doesn't specifically describe that post, such as hashtag Instagram growth, hashtag Instagram marketing, hashtag Instagram stories. While those might be general topics that I discuss on my TikTok, and that might describe my niche, that doesn't describe the post itself. So when you are writing your two to five hashtags, try to essentially describe what is this post talking about? If someone were to be searching hashtags, what would I want them to be searching for in order to find my post? Everything we've covered so far is the essentials for growth. You're gonna start with your niche, you're gonna optimize your profile, you're gonna post three times a day, including everything that we've talked about. Now let's talk about how do you actually convert? How do you transition someone from a viewer or a follower on TikTok into an actual sale? From what we've found, from what I've seen, there's really three main ways that you can do this. Number one is you get them to your Instagram. And there's numerous ways to get someone from 
your TikTok to your Instagram. Some of these include number one, having photo-based content that's exclusively on Instagram that you can talk about or reference on TikTok, which then makes someone curious and want to view your Instagram. Number two is exclusive discounts or deals or specials that are only available through following you on Instagram that are not available on TikTok. Number three is simply having a large enough quantity of followers who care that much about you on TikTok that they also want to follow you on Instagram. And number four is essentially starting the conversation, the topic, the tips, the post, whatever it may be on TikTok, but then finishing it on Instagram. So maybe you're going to give five tips to become a better rock climber. The first three will be shared on TikTok and the final two tips, tip number four and five, will be shared on Instagram. Now, why would you want to get someone from TikTok to Instagram? Why would you want someone going from one social to another? Well, because of a few things. Number one, it's much more likely that someone's going to hop from one social media to another than it is to hop from one social media to something completely different, like a website, a sales page, or a purchase page. But number two, and more importantly, and more specifically, why I'm recommending switching someone from a TikTok follower to an Instagram follower is that according to one study by Carrot Financial, Instagram followers are seven times more financially valuable than a TikTok follower. In other words, someone is seven times more likely to purchase something on Instagram than they are on TikTok. And this is not an episode about Instagram. We don't need to go into all of the reasons why, but really it just boils down to the direct messages and how much more relevant, how much more applicable, how much more available, how much more used the Instagram DMs are than the TikTok DMs. Besides just getting them to your Instagram, of course, sometimes it is very advantageous for you to transition someone directly from TikTok to an opt-in page or to a landing page. What we have found most effective there is rather than hopping directly from a TikTok into a sales page is get them as a lead first. So simply collect an email, maybe even an email in exchange for a free download or a free discount or something like that as a way to kind of begin this sales process or begin this customer journey much easier than just asking for their credit card right away. One example that I've found effective for myself is I will teach some sort of strategy. Maybe I'm going to teach you how to get more views on your Instagram stories. And then at the end of that TikTok, I'm going to say, and if you need 50 Instagram Instagram story ideas, head to the link in my bio and you can find a free list there. Now, of course, this is going to have a relatively low conversion rate because I'm asking someone to stop their dopamine consumption, stop scrolling through their feed and instead go download something, but at least they're getting something in return and all it costs them is a few seconds in their email address rather than having to actually pull out their credit card and spend some money. And then the final way to convert someone from a follower into a customer on TikTok is by actually sending them to a landing page, actually sending them to the checkout page where they're actually going to spend some money. But the only real way that we've found this to be reliably effective, reliably work, besides like going viral and just having a massive quantity of viewers is through doing long form content. Now I know we've talked a decent amount in today's episode already about long form content, but over the course of a three, four, five, six, seven minute video, people can really get to know you a lot more. They can build a lot of trust. You can work in more testimonials, more organic promotions. You can talk more about your product and its benefits. You can kind of do almost like a mini infomercial, if you will. And so if someone is willing to watch a multi-minute video with you, or of you, I should say, on TikTok, they're much more willing to then become a customer. So if you are creating long-form content that is multiple minutes long 
and it is all about one topic that relates to what you're offering or selling, you could consider offering someone a next steps. And essentially the idea is if someone is willing to watch multiple minutes of a video, they might want even more. And so you can tell them, if you want to learn more about said strategies, if you want to get this product for yourself, if you want to try this out yourself, go to the link in my bio to learn more. Go to the link in my bio for more tips. Go to the link in my bio for 20% off of this product. And in that way, you're essentially making a small sales pitch at the end of the video where you've already given them so much. I hope you found today's episode helpful. Again, if you don't already know your niche, that is step one for growing on TikTok. So make sure to check out some of those previous episodes that we have already put out. Thank you for listening. And as always, happy networking.